Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are sisters, wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to do what you can, where you are, and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we're discussing today, check out our show notes at wifestylehustle.com. You're listening to Wifestyle Hustle. Do you travel for the holidays? We would love to hear about your challenges and solutions for traveling during the holidays. Today, we're going to talk about what we do during the holidays and some solutions for you on those trips that can be a little hard on the kids sometimes. We have the best family get-togethers. They are so much fun. It's true. The kids all love to see each other and the rest of the family, but even so, there are some moments that we like to have plans for, and I think in a lot of this, Lauren and I do a lot of the same things because our kids have grown up together for the most part. I mean, my kids obviously are a little bit older, but they were all kids at the same time. So we've kind of learned from each other and do a lot of the same stuff. So let's get started. I do want to remind you guys that we have a whole episode on traveling with kids We're going to quickly rehash it here, but if you want to, if you want more, like you just want a little bit more information than what we're going to say, you can go back to that one. It's episode three. I like to play car games. I actually like to. The kids, uh, you know, they just play along to make me feel good. (laughs) There's a bunch of games that you can do. You can even go on the internet and kind of look for a couple of things that you can do that maybe are a little bit different than what you have done in the past. There's bingo cards that you can buy that, you know, saw a stop sign, saw a red light, saw a blue car, and then, you know, someone gets bingo. There are, you can download books And I talk about this a little bit in the traveling episode. You can just download them onto your phone and play them through the most car systems have at least a USB port that you can plug your phone into and just play a book, you know, through the car. Look up something ahead of time because, you know, I'm that guy that we're getting on the road. Like we've packed the car and we're getting ready to walk out the door. And I think, oh no, we're about to get in the car for 20 hours and I don't have a single book downloaded. We're going to have to wait here (laughs) for five minutes for me to find something appropriate and download it, which is no one's favorite. The kids are in the car with their seatbelt on and then everyone has to get back out and use the bathroom again. And you know, it's, it's a whole thing. So think about it like the day before, if you can. Your husband's head actually explodes. Yeah. Yes, that's actually happened to us, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pain Good times. Up. Good times. Another trip thing that we like to do is we like to have special food. Mm-hmm. My absolute favorite thing to do is pinwheels. They are highly portable, single bites, two bites if you're my four-year-old. Four, if you're my four-year-old and looking to make a mess, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which she usually is. Mm-hmm. And so we make 
all different kinds of pinwheels. Our favorite is probably ham and cream cheese dill spread. And you just cut them into little pieces. They're delicious. Super good lunch. And it's the only time we get to have them is in the car. So it's really fun. Totally. One other thing that's a little different with holiday travel than with the other travel that we, you know, that we already had the episode on is traffic. When you're traveling for holidays, you're most likely going to be traveling in a higher traffic time. So when you get in the car and you're looking at GPS and it's like, oh, look, we're projected to be there by four o'clock. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Just plan on adding another two hours and then be pleasantly surprised if you actually make it there earlier than that. And then two, food. This is really important. So if you're projected to be there at four o'clock, you want to make sure and have some kind of heavy snack just in case you don't get there until six. (laughs) Plan lots of food. It's one day when food, you know, what your kids are eating does not matter. Nope. Do what you have happy. to to make them happy. And <laughs> and maybe juice, but small juice boxes. You know, those ones yeah. that are like half an ounce. Look, I got you something yes. special because then they won't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yep. We we do not in our family, our, every family's different. In our family, we do not plan special drinks. That is one thing we don't plan. And everybody has to use the bathroom. And it, it's maddening. Don't you have some kind of experience with this where you did used to have special drinks and now you don't anymore? We have made the mistake. Yes. Yes. And it was dumb and we'll never do it again. (laughs) Yeah. We usually just have water too. We don't, we hardly ever drink juice and I'll admit we do more special, special stuff, you know, when we're on vacation, but not necessarily in the car. I do also like to bring lunch for the car. Most of the time it's unmade sandwiches. My husband, for some reason, can't stand a sandwich that was made a while ago. He says it gets soggy and weird and he doesn't like it. So we actually just keep all the fixings for sandwich in the car and everyone gets a freshly made sandwich while we're driving down the road. It's actually rather exciting. (laughs) I'm with him on that. I don't like old sandwiches either. That's why we go for the pinwheels because they're supposed to get a little melded together because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a pinwheel. But yeah, I, I was Steve on this one. I don't like old sandwiches. They're gross. I don't care. Well, especially when it's just so much easier. I'm the passenger. So I'm the one that's making a sandwich while we're driving down the road, 75 miles an hour, you know, with a butter knife that doesn't seem safe you don't you don't think that's fun (laughs) lame (laughs) it's okay sometimes we do stop too but more often than not i make the sandwiches while we're moving and then we stop just to eat them or we'll stop after we're done eating them to go to the bathroom or you know just to save time but anyway those are my family's proclivities everyone has them even if you won't admit it. It's true. Everyone does. I can't think of any of mine right now, but I, I'm sure I will. In a later episode, we can talk about that. No juice in the car. And that, that, that is one. Yeah. 
it, it used to drive me just crazy because then I just felt so dumb. This is my own fault, but I'm mad at the kid who has to use the bathroom. Oh, that is so hard. I, when you think you're, and this this adds to your time again with the trip, you know, traveling or whatever. When you think you're going to make it in in a certain hour and there's there's not bad traffic, like there's no reason for it to have taken an extra hour and a half, except for, you know, your kid that has to go. <laughs> the bladder of the smallest person. Yes. It's hard. That was kind of a recap of our traveling with kids episode. Now we'll move into the extra fun part of the episode where we talk about being at other people's houses. I know not everyone goes to someone's house for the holidays. Even when people come to your house for the holidays, it can be a little bit of extra stress on you and your kids. Okay, maybe it's a lot of extra stress for the person who's receiving all these people at their house. But, <laughs> you know, this this advice still applies just keeping your kids like a little occupied and, and yourself too. We're not going to share any mixed drinks recipes or anything like that today, but maybe some other time. <laughs> we do like our eggnog. So we do. I going to say. Oh, that's some good stuff. <laughs> a few things to talk to your kids about before you go to their to other people's houses. One, stay out of other people's things. This one's easy. Or it should be, but some people struggle. And by some people, I'm raising my hand because my kids have struggled with this in the past. Yep. Don't mess with other people's stuff. Leave it alone. Mm -hmm. Be careful. Don't break stuff. <laughs> Lauren and I each have sons who have grown so fast that they really just don't know where the end of themselves is. Both of them just kind of lost themselves around. And so that is definitely a talk that we have with them before we go places. Like, you just have to be gentle on things. Mm -hmm. And it, it's rough. It is. I definitely been embarrassed, like, by, please don't pull on that railing so hard. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> okay. It's going to come off. And I don't know, I feel like last year, my kid definitely did break something, but our host was so gracious about it that I now can't even remember what it was. She listens to this, so she'll probably be like, well, I do. <laughs> but I feel like having that little talk with them ahead of time, well, with my kids anyway, Every single weekend, it's better for me to have a talk with them on Friday evening about not being too loud in the morning because I want to sleep past 6 a.m. than it is for me to wake up at 6 a.m. and be all stressed because they're being loud. They're kids. You have to remind them of things sometimes. So that's why we're reminding you right now to remind them. <laughs> By having a little talk in advance, it cuts down on the stress of your Definitely. trip. It does. And these little reminders can also happen during the trip. Oh, yeah. But they should. It's, it's good to have a little 
for game talk right with them and just let them know that you know we're guests in someone else's house and you know we need to use our best manners and and you know all the all the things that we work so hard day to day to remind you know to, to help our kids to learn but in a new environment they're probably going to forget everyone forgets things especially in a new place so you know, just have these little talks with them to help them to remember that, you know, they have to follow their at-home rules even when they're away. Mm -hmm. I like to bring along, especially for my littles, and I've always, ever since they were babies, brought along stuff for them to play with. Now, at some people's houses that we go to, that's not necessary. Like when I go to visit my sister, Ellen, she has things to play with there. So then all I have to remember to bring is their stuffed animals for sleeping. And then maybe a new thing that they could play with their cousins with or something that's really special to them. You know, the things that you everyone remembers. But a lot of the time for holidays, you're going to the grandparents' house and they don't have any toys. Or aunt and uncle's house, they don't have any toys. So... Just remember that, you know, your kid's going to need some kind of occupation to keep them from getting in too much trouble <laughs> in someone else's house. Yep. I like to bring things that they can play with the adults with, too, like a couple of board games or uh, toys that are hands-on, like blocks and, you know, stuff like that. And if you forgot, no big deal. Most kids love to play with stacks of mixing bowls mm. or, you know, things that, that other people are going to have at their house. If you did forget the toys, no big deal. Just make something up. Ask your hostess if they can, you know, if you're able to rummage through their kitchen and find a few things that they, especially for little kids, they can play kitchen with anything. Mm -hmm. So they, I mean, you, you can make toys out of anything that other other people without toys might have at their house. I know I've done that when my big kids were little. I've gotten smarter as I've gotten older. And so I, I don't really forget the toys so much anymore. But I know that I, I did forget a few times when my big kids were little. And we, we just made toys out of things that were not toys. Hmm. <laughs> and our hostess was gracious about it. Truth. Uh, you can also raid your own car. Remember, everyone has toys in the car. So, yeah, bring that stuff in if you forgot to bring yep. you know, other special toys. I feel like the stuff that's in the car, they hardly ever play with anyway. So, might as well bring that out for them to play with. Very true. We go to a place that snows sometimes. So, give a little glance to the weather report. If it, if it says it's going to snow, bring your snow stuff. That is an instant... That's that's like a mini vacation for you, because what are you going to be doing? You'll probably be inside cooking and you can send them outside <laughs> to play. <in> the snow. <laughs> and a little tip, yep. bring dad's snow stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun out there. When you come in, there will be hot cocoa. Another thing that I learned over the years is make time for downtime mm -hmm. especially for your little kids you know you may feel like oh it's okay we'll just skip nap time or we'll just skip rest time and 
around five o'clock, you have a little terror who can't, you know, regulate themselves anymore because they're just so tired. I think it is just really important to make sure and try and stay on your own schedule as much as you're able. I mean, obviously you, you won't always be able to, but as much as you're able, especially if you're in the same, you know, in, in the same place throughout the whole day, find a quiet place, get your kids, your, your little kids, their nap because they still need it. Actually, they need it even more do. when yeah. they are so stimulated at someone else's house. And it's a break for you too. It is. So it really, really important. Make time for them to rest. And hold strong to that because I'll admit I've got a couple of people that kind of give a little bit of an eye roll to my schedule <laughs> in the family. <laughs> Ignore it. You know your kid needs a nap, get them a nap. If you know they need yep. a little bit of downtime, get them the downtime. These these people don't remember. Like it's it's almost like like when you have a kid and you know you you've gotten to the one year mark and they're they're sleeping through the night and they're behaving like almost like a normal human being and you start to think, you know what? I think I'll have another baby. That wasn't that hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like older people, they forget. They forget what it was like to have really little kids and we will too, I guess. Like at some point I will forget and I will I roll my eyes at my children getting their kids a nap. I, yeah, stick to it, mama. You know what your kid needs, get it for him. Mm -hmm. And skip nap times lead to meltdowns, which live on in family folklore forever. You get the eye I, I rolls at the schedule, and then when you don't follow the schedule, you get the eye rolls at the meltdowns. Like you, you really can't, uh, you can't win in that situation. No, except if you just stick to your guns and be like, "No, I'm getting them a nap. Yep. I will put them in." Even older kids, not. I mean, even older kids can use a little downtime. Mm -hmm. You know, being around a large group of people when you're not used to that is a lot of stimulation for everybody. I mean, even for me, I could use some downtime. No one ever asked me to go take a nap, but I wish they would sometimes. And they, even older kids can use 20 or 30 minutes, go read a book, go just be still for a little bit and just enjoy some downtime. And when you come back, there will be cocoa. Yeah. We're big on the cocoa. <laughs> We'll have a little snack <laughs> and a drink. <laughs> Speaking of, bring familiar snacks. At our family get-togethers, we're, we're kind of foodies. We love to eat really well. And we, when we get together, we often have foods that we don't have in our everyday lives. While the adults love that and really enjoy it, sometimes the kids don't so much. Bring the cheese sticks that they love. Bring, you know, crackers that you bought at home and packed and brought with you so that they are getting still getting things that they're familiar with and that they know that they enjoy. Mm. Uh, that's huge, especially for my youngest. She doesn't really want to try new things. She doesn't like new things. And she just wants what she wants. And her trip is better mm -hmm. 
if I make sure she has stuff that she knows she likes. She doesn't, she just doesn't like to try new stuff. And she, I make her do it at home, but when we're on vacation, that's the last place I want to try mm -hmm. a whole bunch of new stuff. I, I just want her to be happy. Mm -hmm. And we're all happy. I feel like <laughs> being hungry could lead, lead to meltdowns too. So that may help alleviate some of your discomfort just by giving in to them. This is their vacation too. Let them enjoy it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no matter what you do, we understand sometimes it's going to be hard. Our family does everything they can to make our vacations with the kids great, but we understand that's not always the case. At those times, when you know the mix of your kids and family is difficult, plan something short. I have friends that have definitely said that sometimes having their little kids and family together is hard. They don't understand why your kid has to take a nap. They don't understand why your kid won't eat. And they aren't gracious about it. They maybe criticize that your kid won't eat Thanksgiving meal or, you know, it's just hard and unpleasant. And in those cases, my knee jerk reaction is maybe that's not the place you need to be for that holiday. If it's not pleasant for you and your kids, then maybe a very quick trip to see those family members is better or no trip at all having something at home. And again, if that just doesn't work for you, or you really don't feel like you could just give that up, then that's fine. But also consider that you're putting yourself under unnecessary stress and your kids too. I hope this has been helpful for you. Until next time. Thanks for listening today. This has been the Wifestyle Hustle Podcast. That's W-I-F-E style. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Consider liking and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen. Share it with a friend. It really helps us out. Look for our new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. We'll see you soon.